listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I think it kept them together. You know, somebody asked me about a drama-free signing day. Um, you know, we expected to sign this group of kids. They all signed. They all signed this morning. I called them all and told them congratulations. I think their uh, their bond and, and talking to each other and their determination to, to turn Nebraska into a, a winner probably held the class together really well and made our jobs easy. And I hope they continue to make our jobs easy. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, as uh, we're going to close up with some recruiting talk. We took a break from the recruiting and did some Rutgers, Nebraska talk with Robin Washett, but uh, going to close the show up here with Nate as uh, you heard Scott Frost. Pretty drama-free, Nate, but still some moving parts out there. Um, Avante Dickerson at Westside, but besides that situation, Nate, what else are you going to be keeping your eyes on? Well, I mean, yeah, you, you mentioned Avante Dickerson, um, you know, who has uh, decided not to sign on Wednesday. And, and uh, you know, I feel like that's that bodes well for Nebraska. Um, you still have Tia Savea, the four-star defensive end out of, uh, out of Las Vegas, who is, is uh, kind of still deciding what he's going to do down to Nebraska, USC. Uh, UCLA, and that's that's a relationship, and and you know a kid that, that Nebraska has been on forever, uh, and, and a relationship that uh, Tony Tuioti has been able to develop with him that that's really kept Nebraska in it there. And uh, you got a four-star linebacker out of Hawaii, Winden Huoule. Um, <laughs> I'll say that ten times fast. Uh, I don't I don't know if I nailed that or not. Probably not. But uh, regardless. You've got a the number one player in Hawaii. Um, you know, is a linebacker that could play inside or outside for Nebraska, uh, and he's very, very much interested in in, uh, in the Huskers. And um, and I'll just say, I mean, if Tony Tuioti can get a kid from Hawaii uh, to commit uh, in a year where there are no unofficial or official visits, I mean, that's that, uh, that that speaks pretty highly of your connections uh, to the islands there. Yeah, Nate, we've been around a lot of recruiting at Nebraska, and you worked on the other side of it, and you've seen a lot of surprises, a lot of, a lot of things happen that you weren't expecting to happen. This one would have to rank right up there if, if they pulled the number one player out of Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be that would be yeah, – I, I wouldn't say a complete shocker. But I mean, that, they would it would – Defy all reason. Um, you know, I, I think uh, you could you could make a list ten times longer for why uh, he <laughs> that wouldn't happen than, than you could for why it would. But like I said, uh, you know, Tony Tuioti has a lot of connections on the islands, and uh, you know, and, and I've been told by people too that you know when he goes back there, it's like uh, schools shut down. Uh, you know, people people from around the communities come to the high school to come see uh, Tony. And I mean, he's, he is highly, highly regarded there. And, and so, uh, you know, the, the fact that he's got, um, and not just Wyndham, but there are a couple other prospects that, that he's had on the hook that, that have been, you know, considering Nebraska too. Um, you know, the, the fact that he's been able to do that is not surprising, but, you know, it, again, it, it would be, that would be a monumental task uh to, to get the number one player to, to commit to going all the way to Nebraska without ever having, you know, stepped foot on campus. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Nate, that kind of recruiting over there, it just falls under the radar. There's just not 
the type of camp coverage, game coverage, media coverage uh, that we're used to seeing in the States here. It's almost a whole other world um, where some of that stuff, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are, are will be pretty surprised because you just peg a guy like that going to the Pac-12. I mean, oh, he'll go to USC or Washington or Oregon. Um, you know, that that's just kind of the trend that those types of kids have over the years uh, from Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously there's, um, you know, distance is is not something that's going to, you know, necessarily be a make or break deal, but um, it's, it's probably easier, obviously, to, to get to the West Coast. Um, you know, there's a lot more Polynesians, uh, on, on the West coast too. And, you know, that's, that's just kind of, kind of the, the trend, kind of the, kind of what, what you do, you know, if you're a highly recruited prospect, you know, nine times out of 10, that's, that's kind of where you end up, or at least in that area of the country. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Nebraska would, would buck a major trend there if they were able to, to get that happen. And, uh, you know, I think, it would be the first signee from Hawaii for so it's Tony, Tony, 20, 20 plus years. Tony Finotti, probably right. I mean, that, that's the last one I can yeah. remember. I mean, you had yes. yeah, you had that run with Dominic Riola, Tony Tata, Junior Tagawai, and and Tony Finotti. There were four um, Hawaiian players that came, and some were from St. Louis, but they all kind of came in a group. And Milt Teniper pulled that off. So yeah, we still got a ways to go. He's not announcing until probably at least January. Um, but the feel on that one is at least pretty good right now. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, the limited conversations that I've been able to have with him, uh, you know, I, I get the feeling that, that Nebraska is, is not just in the mix. I, I feel like they're, they're kind of in the driver's seat with, with this deal. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. There's still, you know, with all these guys that we're talking about, it's still, kind of a, a long time between now and, and January in the, as far as recruiting is concerned, uh, where things can, can honestly change with, with just uh, one phone call. So, uh, so we'll see what happens. But um, again, I think, I think uh, you, you can't complain about where Nebraska is sitting with a couple of these guys. That's for sure. And Nate, now looking ahead to 2022 for next year, I know this time of year, we're usually breaking down the numbers and being like, man, it's going to be a small class. And I, I feel yeah. like I feel like now with the transfer portal and the one-time transfer rule, I mean, it's it's basically 25 every year. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Uh, you know, I don't know, you know, with COVID and everyone getting a free year, um, you know, I don't know how much that, that is going to impact the the overall numbers. And, and obviously, you know, depending on what happens at certain positions, you know, uh, if guys decide to come back or if guys leave, if there's a bunch of departures at certain positions, that's going to, that's going to swing your numbers uh, one way or the other uh, quite drastically. But yeah, I mean, with as prevalent as the, the transfer portal has become, I I think it is going to be, you know, you can pretty much count on at least 23, you know, 22, 23 every single year and, and more than likely 25. Well, yeah, it's um, it's changed the game, and and we knew it would, but I I, I think just I mean I, I tweeted over a seven day period in December there were 168 entries in the portal in Division One college football just in just in one week here in this past uh, this past week. Yeah, I mean that's that's a little a little ridiculous, and um, I mean basically there's there's more kids in the portal than there are going to be open spots 
around the country. And, um, you know, I think that sometimes it sounds, it sounds kind of nice. It's, it's convenient. It's a, you know, maybe an easy out if you're, if you're having a, a rough go or, or if you're, you know, if you're having a bad week, <laughs> you want to, you want to say, well, um, I'm going to throw the towel in here and, and go, go in the transfer portal. Um, you know, that's fine. Uh, but you, know, you better have a plan, I think, if you're going to do that. And, um, you know, there's obviously we've seen guys have a plan uh, where and it works out pretty seamlessly. And and uh, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of those kids have plans and, uh, you know, they might end up regretting that decision. Yeah, it, it's a it's a tough deal. Um, there's no doubt. But, you know, I think Nebraska has kind of taken on the stance like, look, we're going to hold maybe two to three spots every year for the portal. And I think they'd like to be at 23 this year. They may they may end up with 22. Uh, but I think 23 is kind of the, the sweet spot they'd like to finish with and then hold a couple back for that portal. Yeah, you, you don't want to necessarily rely on, uh, you know, having to get a couple guys or, or certainly, you know, hitting a home run in the transfer portal at, at a couple positions. But uh, you also don't want to, you know, be completely full and, and, you know, miss an opportunity to bring in a difference maker either. So uh, I think it is smart to, to have a couple in your back pocket just in case something uh, comes along where, where it could potentially change a program or, or at least give you a big boost or, or some major depth. Uh, at, at certain positions. Well, Nate, usually I'd be at this time. Well, you know, congr- thank you for uh, running around the country and flying around, yeah. going to signing ceremonies, going to camps. But we didn't have to do any of that this year, so it was it was a lot <laughs> different um, year for us, but still a, a different kind of year. But um, thank you uh, for all the work you and Mike and Brian and Greg Peterson, the entire team, have done. As uh, you bring a lot of great recruiting coverage uh, to Nebraska fans that. You know, quite frankly, very few teams in college football get that level of coverage. So uh, we made it through another one, and um, it's always good to have this day behind us. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully this cycle is just an anomaly, and, and I can get back to to traveling and, and going to camps and <laughs> doing that type of thing again. All right. Well, uh, Nebraska Rutgers on Friday. I will be in New Jersey, um, and we'll be on on watch here as there's still potential of letters that could come in through Friday, but uh, make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.